0: Hello, my name is Cass. I'm the author of The Estimated Prophet, and today I'm filming my first ever podcast. Um, The Estimated Prophet is my blog about the Grateful Dead, and today I want to kind of dive into the things like specific things that had set the band aside from other bands at the time and even kind of now that really made them different than what else was already out there. Um, The band was formed in 1965 and they had this like unique blend of folk and rock and jazz and country a little bit that kind of made this whole new genre that had then been coined with the name of uh san francisco sound Their like diversity in style definitely just like how they had drawn from different uh genres of music and like such a wide range of musical styles and how they were able to take all of these different styles and blend them together and make it super seamless and just create their own unique sound, like original but also familiar to the listener because it was a combination of of all of these really popular styles. Um, I think set them aside from all of the, like, from other bands. Um, Another thing would just have to be their ability to improvise and to just jam for so long. Uh, their approach to music being based in the ability to improvise really um made it something unique and something different and made every show, every live show so different from the next because you never really knew what you were going to get, if it was going to be like a more jammy show or if it was going to be not so jammy and like made them unique in their ability to improvise. And I know Jerry Garcia, before he passed, obviously he didn't say when he was in his grave, um, had said that he had always been drawn to the idea of improvising and like it was just something that he felt comfortable with and that he didn't really enjoy uh, playing music by the rule book and like by playing the same song the same way every single time but the way that the grateful dead improvised had really made them different from what was already out there and also opened the door for so many new bands like fish and twiddle and all of these even like really small jam bands to um have something that they can latch to and like have something that they can join in on this community that the grateful dead had built which, that's another thing that I think definitely had set the Grateful Dead aside was their, the Deadhead community being so not so much of just a casual listener, but rather a dedicated community that truly shared a passion for the band's music and the culture of the band. Um, Deadheads would oft, often follow from concert to concert, which kind of just like really created this community amongst all of these people that were just enjoying music. The community had really I think shaped and created this different kind of fan base that hadn't been seen in music before on such a on such a wide level um but also the dead has been uh, described to have their fans almost in like a chokehold where Jerry's almost seen as like a a religious figure to them or like a a god to them, or a prophet, which I think is interesting, especially for the time of the Grateful Dead becoming super popular. As a response to the counterculture of the 1960s, there was this eruption of these super radical religions and cults, you know, like the, there was the ant. Hill Kids. There was the Manson family, the People's Temple. Uh, just like so many around that time, that had all kind of erupted and like came to be as a response to the counterculture. But it's also interesting that the fans that were involved in this counterculture were viewing and taking Jerry's messages as that of a higher power communicating to to them. I don't know. I'm not sure if that really makes sense, but. I just find that interesting. Um, But definitely just the community of the fan base. Like, totally set them aside from other bands, um, as well as their commitment to live performances and to performing live, because it's like, if you're improvising and you're creating something new and exciting for every single show, and no two shows were the same, that dedication for performance really needs to be there for the Grateful Dead and really needed to be part of their reputation that like they performed live and it was different and that was their thing. Um, And I think that commitment commitment was definitely there. And I think at the same time as that commitment being like a positive thing, I think it was also sort of negative, especially in the eyes of having in the position that Jerry Garcia was put in with his uh, with his struggle with addiction and I'm not sure that it helped him being performing all of the time and being having to be having to have such a commitment to live performances I struggle to accept that that could have possibly given him room to be able to overcome and begin recovery from his addictions and I think that it only really fueled his need to self-medicate more and more uh, to the point where he evidently passed away um, And the last thing that I wanted to talk about is the Grateful Dead's willingness to experiment and try new sounds and techniques, both on stage and in the studio. They were not at all afraid to take risks and to try something new. And I think that this willingness really pushed the boundaries of what was possible to help to set them aside from other bands of this era. Um, I think like one of these things could be the, the Wall of Sound, which was this super-revolutionary sound system created by uh, the Grateful Dead's audio engineer in the early 1970s, and it consisted of 28,000 watts of power and more than 600 speakers arranged in a massive custom-built sound system. It was a groundbreaking achievement in the live music technology, and it really helped to establish the Grateful Dead's reputation in delivering these unparalleled live performances, because it created so much sound and at such high quality that the experience for the fans, even in the biggest stadiums, was remarkable and was something that had never been seen before. Um, Unfortunately, though, it was very hard to transport and to move the wall of sound, so they, um, it became impractical and they stopped using it, and it was expensive, I presume, but I think that just their willingness to experiment, and I guess that also kind of relates to making and committing to live performances and trying to just make them super magical almost. Um, but yeah, that's just some specific things that um, I think set the Grateful Dead apart from other bands of their era. And um, yeah, and again, I am cast. Um, Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope that you go to my blog and give my little blogs some reads. Um, Yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you all have a great day. Bye!